podcast audience. Welcome. And live audience. Hi, welcome to the Media Boat Podcast, your number one source, I mean, well, depending on who you are, uh, yeah. for news about movies, television, video games, and music. Uh, my name is Matt, his name is Mike. I'm Mike, he's Matt. And enough with these intros, because, oh boy, we got a lot to get through. So yeah, today was a big, uh, this has been a big week with video games. We'll get to E3 later. So first, we need to get through the rest of the subjects we cover here on the Media Boat Podcast, and that means we start with movies, and we always start with movies with the weekend box office numbers. All right, let's run through these. All right, so your number one movie this week, uh, surprised both of us, so this is not what we called. Uh, number one is Secret Life of Pets 2. Uh, I was worried this would be number one because yeah. family tickets, so it gets the 5% bump, or the 5 I ticket bump. I am shocked that the uh, that the, the, the um, uh, news coming out about Dark Phoenix was that toxic. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, apparently. Uh, so Secret Life of Pets 2 debuted to $46.6 million, which led to its number one. Uh, the aforementioned Dark Phoenix, that's the newest X-Men film. Uh, down number two with thirty-two million dollars for its debut. Disappointing if you're involved in that program <laughs> in that movie because well, man. it's not like Fox can make another one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's over for reals this time. Uh, Aladdin came in at number three with another twenty-four million dollars. That thing's sitting at two hundred and thirty-two uh, domestic right now. Uh, A solid hit. Yeah, so people seem to be okay with it. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, at number four, with another $15 million. That's at 78.5 domestic. And then Rocketman wraps up to the top five with another $13.8 million. That's at 50 right now. Still made money, though, for the kind of movie that is. Yeah, <laughs> it's only a $40 million budget. So, yeah, it's, so, yeah. it's, it's on track to, uh, to to make up its money pretty so soon. Some money. That's the box office. Did you see any movies this week? I did. I saw Dark Phoenix, but Oof. because I I cannot literally cannot get into it right now. <laughs> we do not have time. Do not have take. time. But uh, TLDL, don't TLDL. see it. No, no, no. Oh, Too long. Didn't listen. listen. Got it. Yeah, TLDL, <laughs> don't see it. It's a don't pass it. on everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what I've heard from everyone. All right, let's move on then. I I'll I'll, I'll give movies. my thoughts on it next week next when we week. actually have time. So let's get right into the moving uh, to upcoming releases, though. Uh, this weekend, it is a couple of biggins. Uh, Men in Black International hits this Friday. It's a Hemsworth. We got a Hemsworth in it, so there you go. Yep. Also, this week, uh, the Shaft remake. Uh, or uh, Shaft three. A Shaft movie. A Shaft uh, movie. Shaft twenty nineteen has all the shafts in it. Uh, yeah, that also comes out this weekend. So. Uh, your number one movie? Probably Men in Black. Probably Men in Black. It's got a Hemsworth in it. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is it for new releases, so we get to go to movie news now. Now, instead of us going through this, let's just speed through everything, okay? So you give me this. No. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, that's right. All right. You want to take the long way around. <laughs> no, I just want this to be listenable. Okay, anyways. Our first news story takes us to the wonderful world of Sony Pictures Animation. So, you know how Sony Pictures, for, like, beyond all reasonable doubt, had success with Spider-Man um, Into the Spider-Verse? Yes. Yes. Well, they're going to double down on that. Yeah, it looks like it. So they're launching a new international initiative uh, through which the studio will collaborate with storytellers from different countries around the world to develop and produce a wide variety of animated features for both local and global release. 
They also announced a new alternative animation division that includes a slate of serial projects and features aimed at mature audiences. These new divisions will produce content in addition to the main Sony Pictures animation pipeline, which includes upcoming features like the Angry Birds Movie 2, The Mitchells vs. the Machines, and Vivo. Uh, director Gendy Tartakovsky, uh, who's known for Hotel Transylvania, Samurai Jack, and some Cartoon Network classics, mm -hmm. uh, shared a first look at two previously announced animated features that he will develop under Sony's new alternative animation division, something called Black Knight and something called Fixed. Both of these will be R-rated. Black Knight mm -hmm. is a fantasy uh, genre where... The knight, uh, the head knight of the king, basically fails at his job because the king dies and thus sets off on a revenge quest, becoming the Black Knight. Yeah. Whereas the other one, Fixed, is an R-rated comedy that I'm looking forward to, actually, because it's about two dogs that live next to each other. Hmm. One, of the, one of them is a show dog, the other one is a mutt. But, because they live next to each other, they love each other. Hmm. Or so they, you think. Because the male dog is getting fixed the next day. Hence the title. Hence the title. So he has 24 hours to bone, pun intended, <laughs> the dog neighbor. Well, we'll see how that works out. Uh, this is a good idea. That's all I have time to say. Yep. Moving on, our second story is about John Totoro. Well, this is about the big Lebowski and John Totoro's character, <laughs> Jesus. Aha, uh -huh. yes. So uh, John Totoro is directing a new film called... Going Places, that will be a sequel to The Big Lebowski. His character, Jesus Quintana, or Jesus, it's Jesus. The movie, it's Jesus, is the main focus. The film will begin with Jesus getting out of jail after being framed as a pedophile, and will show how stupid men are. He says, quote, that's what the movie is kind of about. The women are the stronger, more together characters, just like real life. The film wrapped principal photography back in 2016, but only until now is Totoro happy with the cut of the movie, and is ready for release in the fall. I have not seen The Big Lebowski, so what? I don't know. It is a classic. Lebowski Fest. The Thor reference. <laughs> so are you excited for this? No. No. But All right. I am interested because I like the direction of John Toro and his work, mm -hmm. previous body of work. Fair enough. All right, that moves us into television already. We're blazing through this. All oh, right. Uh, we start yes. television with sports always, and right now, as we speak, Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final for your hockey uh, is happening right now between the St. Louis Blues and the Boston Bruins. Uh, game 7 right now is in the second period uh, with a 2 2 nothing St. Louis on top. Yes, two minutes left in the second period. By the end of this podcast, we will have a Stanley Cup champion. Yes. We'll report on that at the end of the podcast. We'll let you know. Also, in basketball finals, the Raptors lead the Warriors 3-2. Game six will be in here in the Golden State, so we'll see how that goes. Yes, it will be Kevin Durantless yes. as he... Injured himself again, again, um, yeah. playing in the three, playing in the previous game where the Gold State was down three to one in the series. Got it. Meanwhile, in college baseball, uh, number one ranked UCLA loses, with the final eight teams being Texas Tech, Michigan, Arkansas, Florida State, Vanderbilt, Louisville, Mississippi State, and Auburn. Championship game for that is Monday, June twenty fourth. Yes, I noted uh, in a previous podcast that UCLA yes. got the number one ranking, yes. thus following up on that story. But man, that sucks. Yeah. I'm out of it already. Uh, so yeah, look forward to June 24th for the wrapping up of that. Yeah, that'll be a best of three series going Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday if necessary. 
And then lastly in sports, of course, our favorite uh, story, sports story of the year is already started. The Women's World Cup is in progress as we speak. The uh, women's uh, team for the U.S. won their first match in group play, 13 to nothing against Thailand. Overwhelming victory. Yes, uh, Alex Morgan herself scored five goals, cool. one shy of the double hat trick. Wow, jeez, that's yes. crazy. Uh, but so we'll see. Out of that, all, even though they only, even though they scored thirteen points, they only got three points in the group setting. So they're just basically padding the stats there. Yeah, yeah for sure. But yeah, their next uh, game is this Sunday against Chile. Chile. All right. Look forward to it. Let's move on now out of sports into proper television news. Uh, one last one sports, last sports bit. slash sports slash TV news. The Hard Knocks uh, team got announced. What is it? It is none other than the future Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, wow. That's smart. This is smart. To yes. They this seem is... to be really good at picking the one in flux. Yes. This yeah. is uh, basically what all the internet wanted mm-hmm. because not only did the Oakland Raiders, one, are leaving at the end of the season, mm-hmm. two, um, got two high-profile free agent signings yeah. in... Uh, Richie Cognito and Antonio Brown. Yeah. But three, John Gruden. Yeah, it'll be a really entertaining show. (laughs) It will be. Needless to say. Yep. But speaking of entertaining shows, we move on to television news, which is not actually about any entertaining shows this week. First up, we have stuff about Sky Studios. Sky Studios, if you don't know what it is, is a Comcast-backed network that plans to double investment in originals. Over the next five years, under the banner of new Europe-wide development and production label, Sky Studios. So Sky is the, I guess it's like the cable version of like of like British television. It's right? the British like, version British. of Comcast. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Sky Studios' uh, first production will be uh, is was revealed as uh, an HBO and Plan B six-part co-production. Oh, that's a lot of companies involved. The third day, starring Jude Law. The banner will create new productions for Sky Channels, NBC Broadcast, and Cable, so uh, it won't just affect Europe, and Universal Pictures, as well as for other distribution outlets with a focus on drama and comedy. So they're bringing stuff in-house as Comcast is wont to do. Yes, this is something that I've noticed a lot more recently as okay. cable providers are creating their own content for their own channel. Yes. I kind of don't like it. No, it's disgusting, but here, this is the world we live in. Well, yes, because they need to <laughs> battle with uh, Netflix, who... Right. Delivers also, content directly, right. and then in the future, Disney Plus, delivering content directly. Yeah, I mean, Comcast has been in this business for a while. They own a lot of cable networks like E yes. uh, and stuff. So, yeah, they've been doing this for a little bit. Oh, yeah. All right, let's, uh, second story is um, a little follow-up over HBO's Chernobyl. So you've been talking about the last couple weeks watching it, and we have a little bit of news about it. With the show being the highest-rated show right now on IMDb, it has its critics, though, mainly in Russia. The Moscow Times has used its media arm to launch a mini-crusade against the series, which has become a source of fascination in Russia. Quote, The fact that an American, not a Russian, TV channel tells us about our own heroes is a source of shame that the pro-Kremlin media apparently cannot live down. Unquote. As a response to the show, filmmaker Alexei Murodov has partnered with Russia's NTV channel to produce a conspiracy theory show, that's in quotes, that inserts American spies into the narrative. The theory goes that Americans had infiltrated the Chernobyl nuclear power plant and were present at the station on the day of the explosion. Hmm. The show would focus on KGB officers trying to thwart these CIA operatives 
instead of honoring the scientists, soldiers, and civilians, aka the Russians, who helped present, prevent a further spread of radiation. This is obviously a move of uh, the government intervention. Right? Yes, this is totally yes. government intervention. Yeah. But it also shows just how far-reaching uh, HBO HBO's programming, right? programming is. Because it's probably the same people who watched Game of Thrones uh-huh. also had access to Chernobyl and decided yeah. to watch that. Yeah, exactly what it was. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. Uh, your mileage may vary who you choose to believe. But uh, we're going to figure uh, we're siding with them. Yes, side with facts, not the <laughs> theories. Yes. Um, but um, because Chernobyl has been such a success for HBO, yeah. the tourism to Chernobyl has actually skyrocketed. Well, I, bet. I bet people are risking risking their tails to check it out. I bet. Well, risking future tails. Ah, <laughs> I see what you did there. On that note, let's move on to cancellations and renewals. You have some thoughts about Black Mirror, but we can't get to it right now. I literally cannot talk we about Black can, Mirror. So we'll catch up there with are Mirror three next. episodes of Black Mirror. I suggest you watch two of the three. I will not tell you which one not to watch. <laughs> That's for you to decide. Is it the one with Miley Cyrus? <laughs> Anyways, don't tell me, actually. We'll, I'll, I'll wait on that question. Tonight. Okay. For next up, cancellations and renewals. We have two cancellations and a renewal. Um, Swamp Thing over on DC Universe has been canceled after not even a season. Uh, I guess an episode? Yes. So what episode aired and then yeah. NBC... Or, DC decided to cancel the series. Yeah. Um, Creative differences from what I understand. Uh, yes. That's what I heard. Yes. Um, there had been reports going around that it was a clerical accounting error mm-hmm. um, that because they shot in North Carolina, they couldn't get their money back. Thus, they decided to cancel it. Um, but that is not the case as the reports they were putting out of the money they were losing was more than double the entire budget that... <laughs> The state would allow for yeah. a film to shoot there. Mm-hmm. So, so this yeah. is a mess, in other words. Yes. What wasn't a mess though is one of our favorites here at the Media Boat Podcast, which is of course the Good Place, our two years running favorite show on television. Yes. Uh, however, is coming to an end. Don't it, worry though. It will stop running. NBC did not cancel it. I want to make that clear. It is ending, but the uh, creative staff chose to end the series after the fourth season. They felt that they had told their story. So this fall, this upcoming fourth season will be its last, but it will wrap up all the loose ends. It will not end uh, without resolution. So that's good news, I guess. It will not outstay its welcome. Yes. Well, unlike other shows by the same team <laughs> yes. of uh, Parks and Rec uh-huh. and 30 Rock and yeah. uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where yeah. those have stories that going. can continue because they're workplace settings, this is not a workplace setting. It's this is it. a... Yeah. This has a finality to it, or at least should be, because it is dealing with the afterlife, which is a finality. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how that works out uh, when the fourth season uh, debuts later this fall. Yep. Next up, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix will get a second season following its uh, successful first season. So, uh, if you watch that show, congratulations, you get more. I assume it's a successful first season, because I have heard nothing about it. I heard some things. Uh, that people either hated it or loved it. So, okay. I don't know. Seem divisive, but... We'll All right. All right. Uh, do we want to hand over, or... I'll just keep it. All right. Let's All right. move let's into music. Let's go music. Let's go straight to the billboard. Going. We start with the billboard and our Hot 100 list, which is our singles chart. Uh, your number one, this didn't change at all from last week. Okay, so, so number one, Old Town Road, uh, Lil Nas so, X. Number two, Bad Guy, Billy Eilish. Number three, Talk Khalid. Number four, I Don't Care by Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber. And number five, Sucker 
by the Jonas None Brothers. None of that has changed. None of that has changed. However, what has changed is a little bit of the Billboard 200. You'll be happy to hear that your number one album in the country this week is Centerpoint Road by Thomas Rhett. Hey, I called it. Uh, number well, two. I didn't call it, but I said you should definitely check it out. Yep. And yep, the Thomas Rhett's have the number one album. The Thomas Rhett's album. Uh, moving down to number two, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. Still not going to get yep. that number not one going slot. Away. Number three, Father of Assad by DJ Khaled. Still <laughs> hanging out there. And DJ Khaled's still bitter that he's not for one. I was hoping that was going to be one of your stories this week. <laughs> I almost did, but there were two better stories. Okay. And number four, uh, Free Spirit by Khalid. Still boring. And number five, the, uh, one, uh, one another new entry this week. Speaking of Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus' new EP, She Is Coming. All caps. Okay. She's coming. Apparently. apparently she is here. TMI, okay. Miley. TMI. We move into new releases this week. First up, we got Bad Books with three. Baroness with gold and gray. Bastille. Yes, that Bastille. Yes, with that Bastille. Doom Days. Bill Callahan with Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest. Bruce Springsteen with a new album, Western Stars. Iron and Wine and Calexico, a collaboration album with Years to Burn. Kate Tempest with The Book of Traps and Lessons, Lucas Nelson and The Promise of the Real, as the band, with Turn Off the News, Build a Garden. Build a Garden is parentheses. Garden. Madonna, yes, Madonna. That Madonna. Madame X, Two Door Cinema Club with False Alarm, X Ambassadors of Jeep Commercial Fame with Orion. <laughs> that Renegade? <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, hey. And lastly, <laughs> Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds with Black Star. That's your new releases this week. All right. That brings me give into music news. Music news. Our first story is fascinating to me. This story is about a New York Times piece that went up this week. I don't know if you saw this. About the 2008 Universal Studios fire. Do you remember this? Yes. This was the backlot fire that mm -hmm. burned down the King Kong. That, that famously yes. burned down the King Kong uh, attraction, but also burned down a lot of the back catalog, yes. a lot of the archives that Universal held. So Universal for a while was kind of keeping this hush-hush. They didn't want people to necessarily know exactly what had been lost in the fire. But uh, the New York Times article recounted uh, and quote, recounted this fire and called it, quote, the biggest disaster in the history of music business, uh, the music business, in which thousands of Universal Music Group master recordings were destroyed. They've said bands uh, such as, like, some really popular bands like Radiohead and other bands have had their material burned in this fire and will never be able to be like, like, take, like gotten back. So yeah, it's a big the deal. The recordings? However, if you ask Universal, this didn't happen. The company has issued a statement disputing the characterization of the damage it caused to the company's archives, saying the article contains, quote, numerous inaccuracies, misleading statements, contradictions, and a fundamental misunderstanding of the scope of the incident and the affected assets. So obviously, if you're the person or the company responsible for this, or at least like where this happened, you're going to be protected and defended. This sounds like mm -hmm. HRPR government yes. speak. Yes. Uh, trying to protect their assets, trying to protect not just their stock portfolio, but yeah. people's trust in Universal. Which, you know, when you lie about it, great way to... Keep that trust. So, yeah. Uh, as of today, I did see some actual bands that were affected by this have started to speak out about it. Yes. So, I would say go uh, read some of those accounts. Also, go read the New York Times article. It's fascinating. Uh, yeah, if you're interested at all in what this means. But, yeah, this was quite a hit on uh, music history and music preservation. 
Well, speaking of Radiohead... Speaking of Radiohead, they're back in our second story here. Hackers leaked 18 hours of mostly previously unreleased outtakes from the band's OK Computer Sessions from 1997. The band has responded to this by officially releasing the recordings on the online music service Bandcamp. How nice. The recordings will be available for about £18, which is equivalent to 23 bucks, uh, for 18 days. And proceeds will go to Extinction Rebellion, which is an ecological activist group that recently staged protests in London. So there you go. If you want to hear rare, unreleased uh, Radiohead material, uh, you can do so, and for um, to benefit a, a good uh, good cause. Yes, I'm gonna put a big quote around here about the unreleased because yeah. they were planning on releasing this anyways. Yeah, at some point. At some point, um, the quote unquote hacker mm-hmm. was actually a friend of someone in the band who got recordings uh, and was selling it to sneaky. other people. So instead of basically saying buying it from them. Radio said, oh, well, just give us the money and we'll donate it to charity, you know, for the better cause. There is no ill blood between Radiohead and the quote-unquote hacker, (laughs) but this is just their way of making sure the money goes to a good cause and not not just one person who's trying to benefit from it. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. That uh, does it for music news. That so brings us to some we thoughts. We have some thoughts, but we don't have time for them. You listen to the Jonas Brothers album, Happiness Begins, as well as the Silver Sun Pickups new album, Widow's Week. Yes, I literally cannot talk about them because we have so much to cover in video games. But TLDL, Silver Sun Pickups, pickups sounds exactly like the Silver Sun Pickups, which you would think. Uh, The Jonas Brothers album, it's probably the most poppy album that, like, than um, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Like, if I thought that album was super poppy, this is way. This warm. is exactly yeah. like that. Just all, right. all the pop, all the pop fizzy goodness you want in a pop band. Well, as seeing as that's probably your number one album next week, um, I will probably have to listen to this as well. Okay. So we'll follow back up next week. I guess we'll listen to that next week. For then. now, though, we move on to. What you've been waiting for, which is video games. Wow, we went through all that in about 20 minutes. Aren't you, aren't you proud of us? Ooh, Now yeah. let's talk about video games really quickly, too. All right, so now let's... Okay, first up, yes. before we get to the E3 news, which is the focus of today's podcast, we'll have uh, one upcoming release, uh, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, which is that Castlevania-esque uh, game, finally coming out. Uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC this week. The Switch release is slightly delayed for the 25th of this month. So okay. keep waiting for on the Switch. But that takes us right into E3. So as you know, E3 is happening as we speak. The show floor opened mm-hmm. today. Uh, the different companies are responsible for press conferences, which is what we'll be going over today. Basically, we're just covering the press conferences. We do not have time to cover other announcements that happen on the sides. Uh, so yeah, we're going to go in chronological order from uh, the first, which was, of course, Microsoft, to the most recent, which, of course, was Nintendo's showing on their Nintendo Direct yesterday morning. So, as we've noted on this podcast, yes. Sony was not at right. E3, which means Microsoft basically had the entire show to basically show you why you should purchase Xbox, yeah. why you should buy their products, and what they have in store for you. And they sure did. Let's go right into it. This is, uh, in no particular order, what they announced at the show. All right. First up, the biggest news, of course, was Project Scarlet, which is the code name for the new Xbox console. 
Uh, they announced that it will be out in holiday 2020, will feature a solid-state hard drive, just like the PS5, and will have a high-bandwidth GDDR6 RAM for extra-speedy gaming. Just like the PS5. We'll be able to do, yeah, also. Uh, we'll be able, to be able to do 8K resolution at most and possibly 120 frames per second as they're in games. Just like the reported PS5? So yeah, pretty much what they announced was a box that's going to be equivalent to what we know about Sony's box. No which, big shock. Right, which I go just from this video that they saw, I feel like they put this together to basically yeah. respond to that CNET article about yes. the reported PS5. To be like, no, we have one too. We have one too. We're not just talking about streaming. It's like, oh wait, everything that they said? Yeah, yeah, we were going to do that too. Yeah. But they're also like a month too late because yeah. this was a month ago that the PS5 was rumored. But, you know, we're not going to hear about it because Sony's not there. Yeah. They'll do it at their own Sony press conference. And this is Microsoft's way of saying, well, anything you can do, we can do too. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Not necessarily better. Or we'll say better, but not necessarily. Yeah. But we can do that too. So that was the big news of the, the conference. Or so you would think. The internet, however, thought otherwise, because their big news, biggest news of the night, was about a little man named Keanu Reeves. Who? What? Keanu Reeves. I've never heard of this man. You mean the guy from Knights of Rodanthe? <laughs> yes, Mr. Wright's Knights of Rodanthe himself, Keanu Reeves. So yes, Keanu showed up on stage in support of uh, CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077, which we saw new... A new trailer, I would say footage, but it's not. No, it's a trailer. It's a trailer. Uh, of, at the show. Uh, by the way, it's also really, a, really, really cool. It's like, a new cinematic. Yeah, it was a new uh, cinematic. They, other uh, gameplay is out there, but what they showed at the press conference was a cinematic. But it was all leading up to the end of the cinematic, which of course had Keanu Reeves in it, in digital form, as he is a star in this game. Yes, uh, not, he, not in Matrix form, but in other digital form. He also came up on stage to, to tell the audience that they're... they're they're beautiful or something. I forget what it is. Yeah, but yeah it was charming. It was cute. Uh, but yeah, uh, Cyberpunk also has been dated. It is coming out on April 16th, 2020. So next year. Uh, 4-16? Yeah, 4-16-20. Okay. Smoke up. Next up, Double Fine Productions. That's Tim Schafer's studio that's brought you Psychonauts and Brutal Legend, among other games, as well as classic adventure titles. Uh, they are going to be bought by Xbox Studios and will become part of the Microsoft family. Uh, but that's not all. That's not all. Microsoft was also taking publishing duties for Psychonauts 2, uh, which was previously a joint uh, publishing deal that they had with Starbreeze. Mm -hmm. Starbreeze, though, has fallen on to some hard times financially, um, and so they are not uh, able to do what they had done before, so thus getting passed right on to Microsoft with this new deal. So Microsoft will be putting out Psychonauts 2. They also showed a new trailer for Psychonauts 2 with a lot of new uh, gameplay. That game looks like Psychonauts. It definitely looks like Psychonauts. literally all I have to say about it. <laughs> it still block, looks blocky like Psychonauts, yeah. but it's Psychonauts in the It's Psychonauts, so if you like Psychonauts, well, good look. Uh, next up, Xbox One is getting remote play, what they're calling console streaming, but basically what Sony has with PS4. This means you'll be able to play on your PC, your smartphone, future unannounced devices, Xbox games streaming from your Xbox console. This is unrelated to their Xbox xCloud service, which is their streaming service Stadia-like solution mm -hmm. that they really didn't talk a whole lot about in this show. No. They mentioned it in passing, did not commit to it. 
So who really knows what their plans for the future about that is? It's cloud gaming. I don't think even they know what they're talking about. (laughs) Next up, Gears 5. Not Gears of War 5, just Gears 5 now. Oh, they're dropping the Of War? It looks like it. In the show, they never said Of War once. It was just Gears 5. Okay. So yeah, Gears 5 is coming on September 10th, 2019. So get ready in just a few months for more Gears. Yeah, they didn't really show any gameplay of it. Just a teaser. They did also mention a new multiplayer mode. Uh, well, Escape. Called Escape. Escape. Which, uh, yeah, which they had uh, a bunch of uh, WWE wrestlers trapped under the uh, bottom of the stage <laughs> for the rest of the show, presumably. Who knows? if there's, They might still be there as we speak. Um, also, uh, they're getting a new arcade mode, I guess, that will be like maybe a score attack for the campaign. And the uh, there will be uh, a character pack with Terminator stuff. Terminator. The new movie. Dark Fate. Uh, that's coming out later this year. Believe it or not, that was not the only Terminator DLC announced at this show. No, no, it was not. <laughs> we'll get to that. Well, actually, we won't get to that later, but I just wanted to mention that. Yes. Uh, so yeah, also, uh, if you liked the Elite controller, the customizable $100 plus controller for the Xbox One, get ready, there's a new one. Series 2 Elite controllers are on the way. They will be rechargeable, which presumably means that the original ones were not, <laughs> and... Uh, we'll have even more depth of options, including three settings for three different games, if you choose. So, uh, yeah, good, uh, get ready to pay $180 U.S. for a new Elite controller. All right, uh, next up is Fantasy Star Online 2. After a literal seven years since its debut in Japan, it will be finally coming to the United States, um, t- uh, I guess be- thanks to Microsoft. or th- It wasn't really explained how this deal got made. But yes, Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming to the United States, uh, and it will debut in spring 2020, free to play. Yeah, everyone loves free to play. Everybody loves free to play. All right, Tales of Arise got announced. That is a new Namco Tales game, like the uh, RPG series. I've only played Tales of Symphonia on the GameCube, okay. but I at least know what this is. Uh, that's coming to um, Xbox early 2020, and probably other platforms as well. Next up, we had the rumor that we talked about uh, last week about George R.R. Martin and From Software come to fruition with a game called Elden Ring. Nothing was really said about this. It seems to be an open-world version of a dark of the Dark Souls kind of game uh, that George R.R. Martin has uh, creative um, um, control over. Control. So, yeah, this will be interesting to see what ends up that. It's definitely that. really interesting. Um, I wish they showed something more than just the teaser. Yeah. But, you know, in development. Um Real quick note, even though all these games are on or showcased at Microsoft, that doesn't mean they are exclusive to Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, the only one that is exclusive to Microsoft is Gears 5. Right. And Halo Infinite. Um, yeah. Asterisk. That, asterisk. <laughs> Everything else that they showed, or add Forza when we get to there. Right. But, Basically, everything else that they showed at Microsoft can be played on a Sony. Yeah, they don't really care anymore uh, yeah. about exclusives. That's not their game. Um, Which so, is yeah. funny, because two years ago, that's all we were talking about. Right. So, yeah, they just kind of gave up on it. All right, uh, let's move on. Our next our next, uh, our next little bit here is the new updated Battletoads game, Rare's uh, Brawler franchise, mm-hmm. will be coming uh, to Xbox. Uh, it will be a brawler. It will be... 
two and a half D, I guess you could say. It's, it's two D characters with like I guess some sort of theological three D sprites, polygonal backgrounds. Um, but yeah, it looks like a Battletoads game. So love it or hate it, it will happen. Yeah, this is a game that was uh, teased last year. We finally saw footage this year. And, yep, looks like Battletoads. However, if you like flying planes, which I know some people who do, well, the classic is back. Microsoft is bringing back Microsoft Flight Simulator, a uh, long dormant franchise. It will be on both Xbox One and PC, and will use real satellite data to, um, to uh, create realistic vistas that you can fly over. So, get excited for Flight Simulator. I mean, I thought the premiere flight simulator was Ace Combat. No, that's a very different flight simulator. I know it is. This is like, I'm actually going to simulate flying a 747 from LAX to to Houston. Like, this, that, that is that <laughs> game. Like, James. James. This is a James yes. game. I'm going to tell him about this one for sure. All right. Uh, also, Dragon Ball Z got his time in the spotlight again. Um, a new adventure game set in the Dragon Ball Z uh, uh, universe called Dragon Ball Z colon Kakarot, which I had explained to me on a podcast. Kakarot is, I guess, Goku's real name? Yes. Okay. Oh, sorry, you're not into I the I don't DVD know anything about Dragon Ball. So this was originally taught just <laughs> Project Dragon Z. Dragon Ball game, Project Z. Yes, <laughs> it was Dragon Ball Project Z that got renamed to Dragon <laughs> Ball Z Kakarot. Yes. And it's just telling the story of um, Dragon Ball Z. So... Cool. Yeah. Uh, that's coming 2020. But it looks good. I mean, they always kind of look good when they do new updated graphics, but yeah. it looks good. My downstairs neighbor's uh, Obsidian's The Outer Worlds finally got a release date at, for uh, October 25th, 2019. So I'll look forward to that. Also, it will be available on Game Pass Day 1. Yes. So I will definitely be playing this. I'm very excited. Did you get Game Pass? I, I continue to Pay for Game Pass. Did you get the $1 Ultimate Game Pass? I am already locked into paying a regular subscription to Game Pass. Okay. So I'm not eligible for a $1 new trial. Okay. Sorry. Uh, you can, however. I you might. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so that looks really good. Um, I'm excited to play some of that uh, of The Outer Worlds in October. Bleeding Edge was also announced. It was a multiplayer action game from Ninja Theory, uh, who they of course, bought last year. Yep. Uh, this looks like it's got kind of like Borderlands-y kind of characters involved in a kind of like combat game. In a, yeah, like a melee combat. Yeah. XCOM Evolved, whatever. First person melee, which is weird. But yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So Bleeding Edge. Uh, next up, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest, is finally uh, coming. It got delayed to February 11th, 2020. So you'll have to wait a little longer to play the sequel to Ori, but uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be worth it. A lot of people like that first game. I've never played it. I heard it was hard. I didn't play it either. Minecraft Dungeons was also announced, which is a Diablo, basically, with Minecraft uh, theming. Uh, that is coming spring 2020. That will also be out on Switch, I think Nintendo said in their conference. I was wondering why it looked like Minecraft till they said, yeah, this is Minecraft. Minecraft. It's straight up Minecraft. But yeah, that's an interesting way of kind of showing like a Diablo kind of game to a younger audience. It's neat. Yeah. Uh, another trailer for Jedi Fallen Order was featured at Microsoft. We aren't covering EA here because they didn't have a press conference, but they did technically show a trailer the day before during their EA Play streams. Yes. But yes, uh, Jedi Fallen Order is the respawn uh, Star Wars game. We knew it was going to be showed. We knew what kind of game it was. No surprises here. It's like a... It's got some influence from Dark Souls. It's got some influence from 
from like stuff like um, uh, Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. It looks like a very modern take on like a adventure game with Star Wars with new characters. And hopefully this is what makes EA keep its uh, Star Wars license. Fingers Maybe. crossed, right? Unless this thing bombs too. A Blair Witch horror game is coming. This was a big surprise. Yes. In August of this uh, of this year, August 20th. So get ready to uh, scream away from the woods. It Well, there, there was no witch in the Blair Witch. No. But you could just imagine the creepy things happening. Well, that's like the whole point of the... The movie <laughs> was that there was nothing there. Yeah, it's a video game. Anything yeah. could happen in a video game. I guess so. Uh, Age of Empires Two Remaster, which we already knew about but has been been confirmed, mm-hmm. is coming this fall. So get ready to uh, uh, constantly uh, expand and then immediately die to the neighboring uh, empire, which is what happened to me every time I tried playing this game. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I was not very good at it. Uh, Forza Horizon Four is getting a Lego expansion that's coming this. Week so if you have like uh, Forza for uh, Horizon Four, check out the Lego stuff. It looks like Lego characters, Lego cars, Lego stuff in the world. So it looks like fun. And it looks really cool looking. So check that out if you're a Forza fan. Yep, everything is awesome. They had a Lego built car on stage <laughs> uh, right there for you. Um, a new uh, 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 so this is kind of this. This next part is just this a uh, lightning round of other things announced here. I'm gonna go real quick here. All right, lightning round. G- how about this? Give me a yeah or a no if you're interested. Like yeah, if you're interested. No, if you're not. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, first up, I lost my track. My last paragraph. Spirit Fairer, a game where you're like hanging out in this town, building stuff, and fishing sometimes. No. Okay. Uh, the Legend of Wright, an RPG that looks like a kid is drawing it on notebook paper and cardboard. No. Okay. New Wasteland 3 trailer. Wasteland 3, the sequel to Wasteland 2, which is like a strategy game. Is that based off Wasteland 1? I think it's related, yes. Yes. Okay. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which is a new game. I want to stress a new game that will cover, in Lego form, all nine Star Wars films, including the new upcoming Episode 9. So this will include uh, Star Wars: The Complete Trilogy. No. Yes. This is a new game. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this will include yeah. the already released. No. Yes. It will not include any already released material. All these levels are new. No, that's not that's what, what I read. Okay. Brand <laughs> new. I, but I, I mean, thought it was going to be a lot of the same bundle. scenarios because it's based on the same movie. Right. What I got is that's just to be a complete bundle yeah. of each uh, trilogy. I heard that they explicitly said that it's not a bundle; that it's all new. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that's that's my quote. I, I copied and pasted. This. All right, it's all new. Uh, coming twenty twenty. Uh, Twelve minutes, which is an interactive thriller about a man in a time loop that they showed from an overhead perspective. Yes, uh, this is okay. one I'm actually excited for because this seems like a really unique, interesting concept. Way to the Woods, which is a game where you're, I guess you're a deer and a fawn, which seems rad, and I want to play it right now. Nope. No? Okay, I'll play it. Uh, Dying Light 2, the sequel to Dying Light. Oh. Coming spring 2020. No. Okay. Mobile game, Gears Pop, crosses Funko Pops with Gears of War. Yes! Oh god, that was scary. No, no, no. State of Decay 2 Heartland, which is a uh, story-based expansion to State of Decay 2. Um, maybe. Okay. Crossfire X, a new game based on a popular online shooter from Smilegate. Uh, first to console on Xbox One, we'll come to other things later. Apparently this is a shooter series that's huge in Korea. Yes, because I want to get caught up in the crossfire. Crossfire! 
Next up, a new trailer for Borderlands 3 was shown. It has a release date of September 13th, as we already know. You already know? Uh, they also announced so a yes, new yes. DLC. That's not a no, that's a yes. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's later, never mind. I'll get to the new DLC later. Uh, sizzle reel of indie games included Dead Static Drive. No. Pathologic 2. No. Star Renegades. No. The Good Life. No. Totally Accurate Battle Simulator was already out on PC. No. Uh, Creature in the Well. No. Killer Queen Black, which is that arcade game. Maybe. <laughs> River Bond. No. Unto the End. No. Blazing Chrome. No. Felix the Reaper. No. Undermine. No. Supermarket Shriek. Uh, which I was kind of into when they showed Maybe. It. I'm running out of fingers here. Secret Neighbor. Uh, no, I still want to play Hello Neighbor, though. Maybe. I Can Fell. You're, bless you. Lord of the Rings, the living card game. Uh, it's a card game. Maybe. <laughs> it's Lord of the Rings. Maybe. Yeah. Totem Teller. No. Cross Code. No. Okay. Also, they announced some things coming to Game Pass starting, well, two days ago. Uh, Batman, Batman Arkham Knight, Metro Exodus, Hollow Knight, and Borderlands The Handsome Collection. All on Game Pass as I speak. Speaking of Borderlands, new T DLC for Borderlands 2 came out this week, believe it or not. Uh, it is free and will be a uh, narrative bridge from 2, two to, to three. Borderlands 3. I have not tried it yet because I do not have that time. <laughs> uh, I will try that because... Wait, is that Xbox exclusive or PlayStation? It is on everything. Everywhere okay. you can get Borderlands 2. I will definitely try that because I have the Handsome Collection, yeah. the uh, free. Now I have because of two versions. Actually, now I have three ways to play the Handsome Collection. I have it free on PlayStation. I have free on Xbox through Game Pass. And I also bought it already. <laughs> so I, can, I have all the Borderlands I can ever All have. the Borderlands. Uh, then uh, they also said stuff about Game Pass for PC, like we talked about last week. Yes. However, it's $10 per month, which is more money than the leak said last week it was going to be. Uh, it will feature over 100 games, including Imperator Rome, Football Manager 2019, the Master Chief Collection, uh, which will start with Halo Reach. Other Halo games will be added later. Mm -hmm. Also, they uh, confirmed their membership bundle called the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Which is PC Game Pass, Console Game Pass, and Xbox Live Gold all in one. Yes. You can try that all for a dollar. Are you? Yeah. That's Microsoft. And that is just Microsoft. That's just one. Thankfully, that's the longest list. So yes. the other shows were short. Yes. Now, when Microsoft came out, the first thing they said was, we're going to have 60 games yeah. during our press conference. I just said all 60 games. We went, went through all 60 <laughs> games. But... If you notice that during that lightning round, a lot of those were no, 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 no. Yeah. So quantity <laughs> does not mean quality yeah, here. Yeah, for you. For me. Uh, but, Something for everybody. Yes. But Microsoft did state, however, that a lot of these games are going to be coming to Xbox Game Pass. Yes. They want to do at least three a month. Yes. So they're pushing away from you buying physical oh, yeah. games. And making wanting you to stream their game, buy their games as a service, Xbox Game Pass. Oh, download. You don't stream via game. Okay, whatever. It's there <laughs> for you. Yes. All right, well, that was only the first show of the week. We Wait, so do you want to talk about Microsoft or do you want to go at the end? We can recap at the end. Okay. We'll just get through all the shows. All right, let's get through so all the shows. So that was Microsoft. Next up is Bethesda, which had their show that night. Oh, right. Bethesda uh, kind of showed up with the stuff we assumed they would, but yes. some surprises. First up, Ghostwire Tokyo, a new game 
uh, from Shinji Mikami's Tango Gameworks studio. They uh, brought you the Evil Within games. Uh, Shinji Mikami, of course, of course, famous for the original um, head of the Resident Evil franchise. Uh, who gave us Resident Evil 4. Yes, these are all good games. So yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, but not sure, 100% sure what it is. It doesn't look like it's horror, though, so it'll be interesting to see what it is soon. Arcane Studios' new game, Deathloop, was announced. Yet another game with a time loop that makes three this year uh, with 12 minutes and um, and The Outer Wilds, a game that came out last week. Okay. Also centers around a time loop. So there you go, Deathloop. Doom Eternal, uh, the sequel to la uh, 2016's Doom, is launching in 11, on uh, November 22nd, 2019. It will have a new multiplayer mode called Battle Mode, which is a Another co-op kind of mode where it's a first-person melee thing? Big year for first-person melee and co-op games. I guess they want to try and get people to do, do something different. Do something different. Next up, there was a bunch of Fallout 76 stuff announced. Uh, there will be a free update uh, called Nuclear Winter. It will add a new main quest that will contain NPCs. Gasp. Actually making it a game. Who knew? Huh. And it also will include a Battle Royale mode. Wait, I thought the whole point of it was that there were no NPCs. I know. I know. That's, I guess, what the main quest is there to explain. <laughs> so, yeah. So, new uh, single-player content. Also, new multiplayer content in the form of Battle Royale. So, yeah. Well, uh, 76. And it still exists. It will be free to play if you have not tried it yet. Uh, from the 10th, which is already happening, and uh, to the 17th. So, go on right now. You can play uh, 76 for free. Also, if you go to your local GameStop, I'm sure they will give you a copy for free. Aha! Nailed it. Uh, next up. Uh, ba -ba -ba, uh, mobile game Elder Scrolls Blades, uh, which I guess some people have been playing, uh, is coming to Switch. They called it Switch Blades. Ha! Ha ha. Uh, saves from the mobile version will come over to the Switch version, so you can play both and keep your progress. Elder Scrolls Online will also be getting a Dungeon Adventure DLC called Scale Breaker. So people uh, playing that already will have more material to play on Elder Scrolls Online. Elder Scrolls Legends, which I'm not really clear on what this is. This might be the card game? I don't Maybe? know. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, it will have an expansion as well called Moons of Elsewhere. And that will launch on uh, the 27th of this month, so pretty soon. Next up, Wolfenstein News. Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot, a new VR game, will be out sometime next month. And the uh, the uh, uh, awaited Wolfenstein Youngblood, the next proper Wolfenstein game, is out on the 26th of July. So that's exciting. Look forward to that as well. Um, a modern mobile take on classic id franchise Commander Keen uh, will be coming out later this summer. It will be a 2D puzzle game designed for all ages. I am of all ages. You are. And lastly, Rage 2 will get an expansion as well, called Rise of the Ghosts. will come later this year. Well, that's not last, I guess. The last thing they, uh, the, is that uh, they are developing, Bethesda is, developing streaming software for devs. So, like, basically software for people to build into their engines to make streaming work better, called Orion. So it looks like they were kind of pitching that to developers at E3, being like, hey, come talk to us about our tech. We'll make your games run better. What was that name called? Orion. Oh, oh, oh. Orion. Orion. Okay. That's it for Bethesda. Okay. Uh, I did not watch Bethesda's yeah. uh, conference. Um, they're just not a company that I particularly um, care care for or follow. <laughs> yeah. None of their games excite me for some reason. I like Fallout. I like Elder Scrolls. I'm interested in what they say. And I like that Doom game. So I'm excited for Eternal. 
See, so, all three of those games you listed, I have not memory. played. Right. I have no interest in playing any of them. Doom's on Game Pass. You should try it when well, you get Game Pass. Maybe, but even though like this it's is good. like the fifth iteration of <laughs> Skyrim. Yeah. Not Nope. I, I think I've <laughs> played like the opening and that's it. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll get a little bit more excited for Ubisoft. Uh, yes, actually. I watched Ubisoft's conference live. I did not, but it looks pretty interesting. Uh, some good stuff. But a lot of Clancy. First yes. up, though, was not Clancy. First up, Watch Dogs Legion, which we talked about uh, last week, yes, has we been this, confirmed. We knew this was coming. It will be coming out on March 6th, 2020. It will indeed have that mechanic where you control any person that you run into. So, cool. Uh, this seems like you gain, like, factions and then you can access their powers. However, I do worry that it's going to be limited to just those six that mm-hmm. they showed. Yeah. And... Various skins. Probably. 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 Uh, but the next thing they announced was something that is so in your wheelhouse, I'm surprised this wasn't your idea. It is a game called Gods and Monsters, announced for February 25th, 2020. A Greek mythology action game. And I was like, oh man, that's like Mike's bread and butter right there. That was like God of War? Yeah. God of War? Like an action game? Like more of a, like a kind of like, like a multiplayer-ish thing? Yeah. I don't really know. But yeah, this uh, not really clear what this is. It looks like it might be an open world kind of maybe Breath of the Wild style thing. Uh, maybe um, I did like what they the, the brief teaser. Yeah. I was like, okay, now this is interesting. This yeah. is something I'm really interested in. But it was such a teaser. They didn't oh. talk about it after that. I was like, Ubisoft is what? 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 Where did it go? I'm on the board. Yeah. Remember that game called Wild that still hasn't come out? Yes. Yeah, that's the that's them too. So they're known to do things. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you, don't hold my breath. They also announced You Play Plus, which we also kind of figured I, I they would. I play what now? Uplay Plus, which is Ubisoft's equivalent to EA Access. It will launch uh, September 3rd 19, uh, of this year. $15 a month to access their uh, uh, slate of uh, Ubisoft games. This will include new games when they're released as well, just like EA Access. Yes. But $15 a month is a lot. It, it is. It's... For this. I mean. But, I mean, if you like... Ubisoft's catalog, yeah, it's there for you for fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. you can pass. Yeah. Also, they did say that uh, though this will initially just be on consoles and PC, they did make a deal with Google to bring this service to Stadia next year. Yeah. So look forward to twenty twenty for them to talk about that. All right. Next up, they uh, talked about a new game called Roller Champions, which looks pretty cool. It is a roller derby sport game where you're basically like. Putting a ball around while doing laps around a roller skate arena, and like it's multiplayer, it's like got some like combat stuff. It looks really cool. I got a little bit of disc jam. Yeah, yeah. It did seem disc jammy uh, in a few ways, like ranking up and like yeah. and earning stuff it was very disc jam. So yeah, uh, that sounds cool. Open PC uh, beta right now if you want to try that out. Uh, PC beta. PC. Yes. Next up, Rainbow Six Quarantine, a new Rainbow Six game, was announced for early 2020. Yet again, three-player co-op. I don't know why it took everybody to 2020 to realize that three-player co-op is like the perfect number. Uh, but yeah, it will be a three-player co-op. It will not be related to Siege. It will be a completely separate game. And we'll have kind of a spooky atmosphere. So get ready. Well, I think because most people, like, I mean, most developers were stuck on split-screen co-op. Yeah. Uh, back there, we can only have two people, right. two controllers, two slots, but now yeah. everything's online. Everything's online. Uh, but, but Just Dance 2020 announced. 
with the big sicker that's, that's messing with the internet about this, there will still be a Wii version of this game release. <laughs> I did see, though, like, even though people had some fun with that, um, I did see somebody comment that apparently the reason why they still put out Just Dance games for the Wii is because certain hospitals uh, for physical therapy for people with disabilities, especially, mm -hmm. use Wii games for part of their, like, part of their, okay. their, their yeah. remedy. And so, yeah, the, the, it's good to have new versions of Just Dance for that. Well, it's also because we is a top selling console, especially oh, yeah. in third world countries. So yeah, there's also it's, an it's international market. It's why um, the FIFA games still put out a PS2 disc. Yeah, like as of like two years ago. Yeah, exactly. because there's a market there for it. But yeah, so we we uh, uh, we just dance twenty twenty. Yes, I, I really loved their pre their presentation for Just Dance, <laughs> where it was the pep talk of we danced everywhere. We did it. We did it all. We will continue to dance. And then they played High High Hopes. Yep, there you go. <laughs> of course they did. Of course they did. Because of course they did. Tom Clancy's Elite Squad was announced. It's a mobile game featuring multiple Tom Clancy game characters crossing over for the first time. So you'll be able to play like, I don't know, Dude from Splinter Cell and Jack Ryan and Division Guy. Those are all the same guy. <laughs> Are they? I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I assume it is Tom Clancy. Clancy so. Tom Clancy. You no, I, I meant if you let me play as Tom Clancy. Yeah. No, they don't know Tom Clancy. They just don't Tom Clancy's. Clancy's pers possessive. Yeah, possessive S. So yeah, mobile game. I don't know. Uh, Division 2 DLC uh, got confirmed called DC Outskirts Expeditions. It'll be in three parts. Episode 1 is out in July. Episodes 2 and 3 will come in fall and early 2020, respectively. So more Division is on its way. But even more Division is on its way, because it'll be free to play from the 13th to the 18th of this month, so jump on if you haven't played it yet. Netflix uh, is also producing an upcoming Division movie. So look forward to that as well. Yes. Jake uh, Gyllenhaal is attached. Yes, Jake Gyllenhaal. We did mention this uh, prior in our previous podcast. Right. But this is but confirmed. this is also not the only Ubisoft uh, <laughs> TV deal that they're doing. We'll get to that later. You'll see in a second here. But uh, first, before that, though, uh, the Assassin's Creed Odyssey will also get some updates. It will get a story creator mode, which will allow you to create some narrative quests in the world of Odyssey. And then we'll also get the Discovery Tour mode that was introduced in Origins uh, that will let you turn off all combat and story and just let you look around at the nice Greek landscape. Look at all the work we put in the game. Pretty much. And the learn game. stuff about actual Greece in the, in the process. It's uh, History cool. lesson, the game. Yeah, basically use this in your history class, the game. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege will also get new material as well. It's new episode Operation Phantom Sight is out this Tuesday. So uh, tune in. Uh, for that, if you're a Siege player. For Honor, because Ubisoft will not give up on any of their old games, we'll also get new stuff. A new event called Shadows I, I, of the Hitokiri is out this week. It takes place in Japan. I love when they announced For Honor. It was from the guys who brought you For Honor. <laughs> yep, For Honor. Here's more For, for Honor. <laughs> exactly what you think it is. Uh, the game Brawlhalla is getting an update with Adventure Time characters. They will be free for a limited time. Eventually, there will be uh, things you can buy. But yes, there will be Adventure Time characters in Brawlhalla. Yep, so, uh, Finch the Human and Jake the Dog. I think, yes. I believe. The fun uh, never ends. Adventure fun time. will never end. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, next up, what you kind of hinted at. There is a new comedy about game development uh, that I guess was helped out with by Ubisoft 
called Mythic Quest colon Raven's Banquet. He's a great-ass name. Uh, this will involve Rob McElhenney from... Um, it's uh, Always Sunny in from Philadelphia. From Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And it's uh, the clip that they showed actually seems kind of funny. Like, I'm, I'm totally ready for a show making fun of game development. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, the clip they showed did look good. Um, a lot of random-ass comedians, so... Yeah. yeah, weird cast, but yeah, that, that could be really cool. Uh, so yeah, Apple TV exclusive there, unfortunately. Yes, so. there's the big asterisk. Yeah. Uh, besides it being Ubisoft, uh, is that it's on Apple TV. Yeah. Then last, but definitely least, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, the game they announced last week, um, is getting a beta that's coming on September 5th. And that's literally it. Because that game is so close to coming out, they don't need to talk about it. Nope. Alright, that's it for Ubisoft. We are we done? Two, we have two more shows. Oh, oh, we're not done yet. We have two more shows, and these were the big ones for you. I'm oh, sure. yes. This, this, this one I'm talking about right now is the one I was looking yeah. forward to, and the one I kept rushing back to see, like, oh, yep. oh, oh, oh. Square Enix. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix's show ran the gamut. Everything you can imagine they talked about. First up, though, let's uh, put the bosh on this right away. They did show a little bit of Avengers. Uh, their big Avengers game, um, but didn't really say a whole lot about it. It has a launch date, though, of May 15th, 2020. It was confirmed that instead of what the rumor said, which is creating characters, you play as the Avengers themselves. You yes. play as Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, or Iron Man. It will still be, however, a four-player online co-op action game, regardless. So just make sure you don't like come in, roll in with a team of all caps. Um, uh, so, yes. yeah. They also said that any future DLC will, sorry, any future the content, content yeah. would be, no, not content, oh. any future characters would be free, oh. and any future maps would be free, but they didn't say anything about actual missions, which may <laughs> be the, yeah, where they get, get money. That's how they get you. That may be the little asterisk where they say like, well, technically this is not, this is content, but it's mm, not, but it's really, a mission, yeah. so it's separate. Well, we'll see. But, but yeah, but it, all but characters that you could just like shoot around that's for free is all good. But yeah, there's not a whole lot about this game though besides those little bits. Like I guess we'll see more as we gotta get closer to its release next year. But yes. yeah, kind of weird for them to make such a big deal about this pre show and not really do anything with it. They did mention that there will be Sony exclusives. Yeah. Maybe Spider Man. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Big maybe on there because that would like, really suck for people yeah. who have Xbox and cannot get that Spider-Man DLC. Yeah. Uh, but I assume this will be, like, in the forms of, like, skins yeah, or probably. costumes. Yeah, Maybe I that's guess. how they get you. Like, if you want to be a costume-specific, right. you got to pay your dollar ninety-nine. I bet that's what they do. But the other big game that they had to talk about was, of course, the Final Fantasy VII Remake. They Ooh. confirmed a lot of suspicions about this one. So they showed new footage... Uh, and they also confirmed how it will arrive. It will still be in parts. The first part of the remake will hit in March of 2020, March 5th. It will only contain the Midgar portion of Final Fantasy VII. Just that. Mm -hmm. But even though it's just that, it will still span two Blu-ray discs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, you need a whole PS4 just to play this thing. Yeah. <laughs> So imagine downloading this is probably going to be like 80 gigs. Yeah. Get your consoles ready. Which uh, I think um, Red Dead Redemption was also like two discs. It was two gigs. discs as well, yes. 
But yeah, so this is kind of crazy uh, that it's still in parts. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, it looks like exactly what people want this thing to be. It is like... Make a Final Fantasy VII. As I, one reviewer put it, when I played the PS1 game of Final Fantasy, like my imagination filled all the gaps. Yeah. This literally removes all that filler yeah. and is literally my imagination on the screen. Yeah, so those of you who grew up with Final Fantasy VII... Obviously, this is a big deal. I'm sure you'll have a lot of fun with this. But maybe also, we'll introduce an entire new generation of that game. So, it's a win-win, I see. So, yeah, that'll be out. First part will be out in March. Yes. But that was the only Final Fantasy news they announced. Final Fantasy VIII, what the game that came out after seven, also getting some love this year, a in a remaster form. Not a remake, but a remaster. Okay, uh, Visual yes. upgrade for the game. That will be uh, coming to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC later this year. Oh, uh, and uh, the St. Oh, Louis Blues. I was going to tell us at the end. Just won the Stanley Cup, just in case you're watching this live. Yes. You need to know. And you need to know. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about 8. So. Um, people loved 8's story? Or 8's yeah, characters. Yeah, I remember the story. 8's characters they loved, 7's like story. story they loved. Or maybe oh, it was the other way no, around. The 7's characters and the 8's story. <laughs> But yeah, so the debate rages on, even to this day. Yep. Also, uh, in Square RPG news, Romancing Saga 3 will be came, coming out later this year. It was pre previously uh, unreleased in the U.S. Uh, Saga Ambitions, unrelated to the previous game I mentioned, also a game that was kind of trapped in Japan, uh, is uh, coming uh, later this year as well. Outriders was a new co-op shooter. Again, with the co-op shooters. Yeah. Uh, from People Can Fly, the people who bought you, I think, Bullet Storm? Bullet that Storm. Them. Uh, that's coming summer 2020, so look for more shooters from them. Oninaki, which is a new RPG from Tokyo RPG Factory, the people who brought you I Am Setsuna, uh, that's coming August of this year, so August 22nd. War of Visions, uh, a new Final Fantasy mobile game is now in development. That's all they announced. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remaster, finally dated, is coming out this winter. And a remaster of The Last Remnant was surprise announced and surprise released the day of the, of the show. So as of Tuesday, people on Switch uh, can download and play a remake of the Xbox 360 RPG Last Remnant. <laughs> yeah, weird, right? Yeah. Um, and then the, last, uh, the second to last year, Circuit Superstars, a uh, racing game, will be getting uh, released in 2020. But then last but not least, Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, um, which had already been announced, I guess, at a Kingdom Hearts concert, uh, got confirmed here at the Square Enix show. Remind. Uh, tell, tell, the, tell the world what Remind is. Uh, let me remind you that <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 story is incomplete. You must uh, re still reconnect uh, the um, the hearts connected to yours, being Sora and uh, mine. Uh, we knew this was ha going to happen. Hearts, really. um, like shortly after Kid Hearts Three was announced, Tetsuya Nomura said we will have paid DLC later. Um, they brought back the Oathkeeper Keyblade. They brought back a new form. They um, all that is free. 
But there's also paid DLC, which will expand uh, on the story, which is the Remind version, and you get to play as three new characters. Cool. Well, not, not new, new characters. You get to play as three characters. You get to play as Aqua again, you can play as Riku again, you get to play as Roxas again. <laughs> All characters that you played throughout the series, cool. you can now play in the final battle. Great. Unknown if you can play throughout the whole game, or just that final battles Man, with them. Man, that would be cool if they did it through the whole game. I don't know if you could do that, because story-wise, yeah, but... Though, though, what's up with, like, non-playable Kyrie though? Like, this was our opportunity to finally let you play Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie, yes. Uh, you can still <laughs> not fight with Kyrie, and she's not in part of that battle either. It's so annoying. It is. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways. That was kind of the, the, that was it for Square Enix. Yeah, Square Enix had a lot of Final Fantasy announcements. Yeah. Uh, if it was a remake or a <laughs> re-release or a re expansion, expansions. yeah, whatever you wanted, they got it. Yep. If this was but, Square Enix doing Final Fantasy because Final Fantasy is but, their bread and butter. But ladies, gentlemen, everyone, we saved the best for last. Wait, because did we? Because I, I, because I stopped kind of watching after Square <laughs> oh, Enix. Oh no! Because now we get to talk about Nintendo. <laughs> Alright, so, what does Nintendo do that Nintendo So Nintendo broke the doors off of this year's E3 on their Nintendo Direct. In a mere 30 minutes, they somehow managed to announce more things that I personally am excited about than anything else I saw on the show. Uh, so, to start, the big news that they saved till the big end reveal was a sequel is in the works to Breath of the Wild. They showed some new footage that involved what appears to be the stuff from Twilight Princess mm -hmm. in having the world of, of Breath of the Wild. So that's exciting. Zelda's got a new haircut. The the Presumably the King of Hyrule is dead and like a creepy zombie. There's some stuff happening in this new game. But of course, nowhere need to be released or having a name or anything. Just the fact that people know it exists is pretty cool, though. This is about five years out, I'd say. No. Four years out. I would say we probably learn more next year. This is probably a 2021 game. If I See, that's what we said about Kingdom Hearts when they first did yeah. this teaser. Yeah, and look where we are now. Yeah, but Nintendo's a little, a little faster on that. Than okay. Uh, quick, name <laughs> that Zelda game. <laughs> Which one? Oh, name this new one? Yeah, name this new uh, one. I don't know. Uh, I want to work Twilight in somehow. I don't know. <laughs> Two. I don't know. Twilight's Dawn. Twilight's Dawn's not bad. It's a video game. It's a video it's game. It's a video game. 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 Alright. Uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight's Dawn. But, uh, of course, they couldn't... Uh, that was not the internet's favorite story, though. The internet's favorite story, though, was who they announced for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, a game that already exists. Uh, two new characters were announced at the Direct. Uh, one a little bit more exciting than the other. If you're a Dragon Quest fan, the hero from the Dragon Quest games... That's literally it. Hero from Dragon Quest... Is coming to uh, uh, Ultimate, I believe, uh, sometime later this summer. And if this is your first time hearing about mm -hmm. that announcement, you're not alone because yeah. the next announcement basically swept up the internet. But yes, if you've been paying any attention, though, like the big thing was that this fall, the new characters announced will be, of course, Banjo and Kazooie from Banjo Kazooie in one form. Because you cannot have Banjo without. Kazooie. So this was exciting and this was a surprise because I didn't think anybody thought that Nintendo was going to do the deal with Microsoft because right. these are technically characters that they own. Yes, this is a regular yeah. which Microsoft bought. So yeah, so uh, this was a big surprise and the footage they showed 
show all the moves that you expect Banjo to have from the video games. Uh, also, a stage that takes place in Spiral Mountain, the first level of the original game, and also the music from the games. I have to admit, I got the like tinglys watching this thing. You're like, yes. I was like, I played a lot of Banjo Kazooie in my lifetime. Those first two that. games, I played a lot of, especially the first one. And so, yeah, I definitely had a moment there where I was like, ah, shit, I am getting this DLC. I have not paid <laughs> for any Super Mario DLC, but I will buy Banjo Kazooie. We will buy Banjo Kazooie. I will buy Banjo Kazooie. So I'm excited. Uh, next up, Animal Crossing New Horizon finally got a date, though, of course, it's later than we all wanted it to be. It is not a 2019 game, it is coming instead uh, March. Wait, no. Yes. yes. March 20th, 2020. Uh, they showed some footage as well. It will involve customization of both the area around your house as well as your house. You'll be able to kind of kind of put decorations around the city. Uh, it looks like it will have some of the same city planning stuff as the uh, uh, the uh, 3DS game. Or no, not 3DS. The, the Wii U game did. And we'll kind of inherit some of that kind of stuff that they did. Uh, but yeah, uh, a new Animal Crossing. I think it's about time. I haven't played one in a long time, so I'm excited to see what they do with this one. The internet is all excited about oh, new yeah. Animal Crossing. Internet loves Animal Crossing. Oh, yes. Uh, next up, they uh, showed new footage of the Link's Awakening remake for Switch uh, and said that it'll have a dungeon designing mode. Uh, don't know whether you can share this with friends a la Mario Maker or whether this is just for you, but nonetheless, it's a pretty cool addition for this kind of game. So that's exciting. Also, it got dated for September 20th, 2019. So it gets your Link is Awakening on then. Also in the Zelda world, Cadence of Hyrule, the rhythm game we already knew about from the Crypt of the ne Necrodancer devs, uh, is out literally tomorrow, uh, June 13th. So download that on Switch uh, as soon as it comes out. It uh, looks to be a fun rhythm game. Uh, next up. They uh, talked more about Luigi's Mansion 3, showed a bunch of new footage of that. They will have local and online co-op starring Gooigi, a goo version of Luigi. Gooigi. Gooigi, a Luigi made of goo. Uh, yeah, so this will be later this year. No specific date has been announced. Damon X Machina, one of the games they teased last year. I believe it's Machina. Yes. That too. <laughs> Reading pretty quickly here. Yes. Uh, out on September 13th, 2019. Uh, they announced a proper sequel to No More Heroes, No More Heroes 3. Uh, that will be coming out in 2020. That looked good. They talked very, very briefly about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, because uh, they kind of blew most of their information at the, the Pokemon Direct. Uh, here they basically just confirmed that uh, it will... Uh, use the Pokemon Pokeball uh, Plus um, mm -hmm. peripheral that came with Let's Go, but not for gameplay. You will not be able to use it as a controller, nor for controlling motion controls, as there are no motion controls in Sword and Shield. It will, however, be able to uh, uh, hold your Pokemon in the same way that it, you that you were able to in Let's Go, where you can level it up by using it as a pedometer. Yep. So that's cool. Um, also, off the sh on the show floor... They showed some footage of uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. They confirmed there are no uh, random encounters. Um, so, so there's a there's, there's a catch there. There's not half. There's a catch. I get it. Pokemon. Yes. So it's not like Let's Go where you're going to see Pokemon literally walking through the grass. That will happen sometimes, but not all the time. 
what they said that will happen, though, most of the time, there'll be an exclamation point above grass where there is a Pokemon nearby. So it won't be random because you'll see the exclamation points and will avoid the grass if you don't want to battle. But it will not be random in the way that it used to be, where you just walked through and eventually found a Pokemon. Right. Um, they also uh, noted that the Pokemon will change uh, depending on the season, yes. depending on the time of day, yes. depending on the weather, which is great. Uh, which is great. But it's a combination of several different thing mechanics they've had previously. Yes. Uh, what else was this? They announced two Pokemon, two new Pokemon designs. A yes. Corgi, which is adorable, yes. uh, called y Yappa, 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 Yippee. something like that. And then a uh, like a devil Pokemon called Impinip, something like that. But yeah, those are the two that are, I guess, um, uh, playable on the demo uh, that's on the E3 show floor right now. So cool. Yeah. Uh, but Pokemon. the big Pokemon news was more about home. Oh, well, yeah. There's some people on the internet that are bitter about this, but I... Totally saw this coming. Oh, yes. There's no equivalent to the national decks, it looks like, in this game. So they basically said that you'll only be able to port over Pokemon that are in the Galar region's Pokedex from Pokemon Home, the upcoming cloud solution for Pokemon Storage. This makes sense. This is what actually happened with Sun and Moon as well, and was the case for X and Y. I think it's been since Black and White, I think, since they've actually done a national decks and literally had compatibility for every single Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So this, of course, does not say that since they're on a, on a, um, a system that does get updates routinely for other games, this could be something to remedy later on. Like, for example, like Black and White, maybe this is a winning scenario where after you beat the Pokemon League, you unlock the National decks, and then everybody comes over. That could happen. Uh, I think there's more of an update uh, where they'll port over more Pokemon as time goes on. Maybe. I mean, we'll see when um, uh, uh, when on October? No, November. November November fifteenth. That's right. Reaper. Yes, uh, uh, comes out for a certain show. Next, uh, collection of mana. This was a Square Enix story that was not at the Square Enix show. This will be a collection of the mana series of action RPGs that uh, happened on the Super NES through the PlayStation One, I believe. One um, game on this collection has never been released in the U.S. before, called Trials of Mana. Uh, this game is actually coming out in two versions, both the version that you get in the collection, which is the classic 2D Super NES version of the game, as well as a brand new 3D remake of the game that will be coming separately to the Switch as well, and presumably other platforms. So there you go. So get excited for mana games. Uh, ba -ba. Dragon Quest XI, a Switch version, is due out on uh, September 27th. The Witcher 3 also announced uh, for Switch. This one's weird because I feel like that the, even the console, other console, modern console versions of that game were hitching, so I don't know how a Switch version is going to be able to play <laughs> Witcher 3, but I guess we'll see later this year. That was one of the big surprises that I saw coming out of Nintendo. Like, I didn't think they'd ever do that. Yeah, it's it's a, such, a, such a weird thing. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Uh, next up, if you like Resident Evil... Well, soon you're going to be able to play every single Resident Evil on your Switch because 5 and 6 have been confirmed to be getting Switch ports by mm -hmm. the end of the year. Another um, retro game news from Cap, uh, from other, uh, other Japanese companies. Contra is getting revived. The classic series will get a new edition called Rogue Core, which has been announced for September 24th of this year. Uh, it looks like it's going to be kind of more errant towards a shooter uh, than other Contra games. 
So there you go. Uh, Panzer Dragoon remake. Uh, that was, I believe, originally a Sega Saturn game. And I think the sequel came out on Xbox. It's so original. old. But yeah, Panzer Dragoon is getting a remake that will be coming to Switch and maybe other platforms as well this winter. Uh, so this is a weird one. So as you may know, Netflix is reviving Jim Henson's Dark Crystal for an exclusive series that will be coming yes. to them later this year. Well, there's a tie-in video game as well. When's the last time we had a movie tie-in right. video game? It's been a little bit. It's been a it's, little bit. It's been a while. Yeah, but this is going to be a strategy take uh, on the Dark Crystal world that will tie in with the new series. So, forward to that. More games are... are real, real, oh, before that, a new gangster strategy game called Empire of Sin uh, was announced for spring 2020. It looks like XCOM with gangsters. This looked interesting. Yeah. I kind of wanted it. Uh, maybe I have to get a Switch to play some, well, probably will because I have to play some Pokemon, but that'll be in, uh, the fall. Yeah. And, uh, here's your rapid fire, everything else coming to Switch. All right. Spire of the Dragon Trilogy is coming September 3rd. Yes. Nino Kuni, the original, not the recently released sequel, yes. will be getting a Switch port on September 20th. Minecraft Dungeons, as we mentioned at the Microsoft yeah. shop, uh, store, uh, uh, show, wow. Is coming spring 2020. The Sinking City will be out in fall 2019. Alien Isolation, which came out two years ago, will be coming out sometime this year for Switch. And New Super Lucky's Tale, a Switch version of Lucky's Tale, which is originally a VR game, then an Xbox game, and then now finally a Switch game. A Switch game. Which will be out fall 2019. We did it. Are you done? Exactly on time. Yep, exactly <laughs> like we said. Okay. That's was the E3 conferences. So how do you feel about those conferences? Who, who came out ahead, do you think? Uh, well, um, Square Enix, I feel, came out ahead, especially if you're into a lot of the JRPG like RPGs. games. If you like RPGs, if you like remakes, and you like what they're doing, dang, they're yeah. doing something good there. Uh, well, my, my mine is definitely Nintendo. I think yes. Nintendo showed the things that they were supposed to, like Animal Crossing and like The mm -hmm. Link's Awakening. And then they announced so many surprise weird stuff that I feel like they really played to the Nintendo fan. Yes. Like, this was definitely the year to be the Nintendo fan. Uh, Ubisoft was definitely on par with Ubisoft conferences, oh, as yeah, far as those yeah. go. I mean, there's are, those are always weird. I feel like it was a little fancy-heavy this year. Yeah. And Microsoft, I'm a little disappointed in Microsoft for not showing enough about their streaming solution. I wanted to see them really take, like, take on Google. And they're not doing that at all. Oh, wait. Can we talk about Microsoft? We did talk about Microsoft. No, because, like, okay, so last year <laughs> we talked about Microsoft and they bought all these press conferences, yeah. all these games, and we ended it by saying, yeah. I kind of want next year's press conference. And yeah, we got it. And yet here I am with the same sentiment saying, <laughs> I kind of want next year's press conference. But it's funny, though, because we did get payoff for all those purchases. Ninja Theory announced their game. Yes. They announced the stuff that they're doing with their PC developers. So it's like, but a lot what, of, were you, what were you missing? I don't know. A lot of that stuff uh, was dated 2020, though. I know. That's kind of it the other thing. It takes a long time to make video games. Yeah. Is the thing. All of it was dated like far further out than I yeah. would have like liked, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Microsoft was pushing heavy yeah. on uh, Xbox Game Pass, making you yeah. pay for their subscription to play 
games. I'm very excited because I'm already a, a member of this thing. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very excited for how this is going. Yeah, uh, there was that, uh, the internet going on where if you bought Xbox Gold subscriptions mm-hmm. and then were eligible for the $1 um, bundle, whatever it is, that it would apply for all your Xbox Gold oh, subscriptions. That's cool. It was kind of a hack that was going around like the first like three hours that it was available. <laughs> that people were noticing that, yeah, I got, I was eligible for this, I got it, and it says I don't have to pay anything till 2022. Is this right? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they clamped down on that shortly after Probably, they got out. Yeah. But um, overall, though, uh, I mean, the show still continues. The show floor opened today. Uh, they're still kind of straggling news coming out every once in a while, leaking through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, we'll kind of do some cleanup next week if there's anything we didn't cover. But for the most part, those are the shows. So, yeah, E3. Uh, kind of crazy year. Uh, I'm not really sure whether it means that it's on the out or not. Could be. It was kind of a weird year, different yeah, year. Yeah. Um, were there any like absolute winners? You think? I mean, I like I said, I think Nintendo and Microsoft come out looking really good uh, for different reasons. I think Microsoft reaffirmed their services more than mm-hmm. anything. It's like, man, Game Pass is awesome. Scarlet sounds interesting, but in the same way that uh, PS Five sounds interesting, yeah. whereas like both are kind of wait and see kind of things. But yeah, it'll make 2020 a really interesting year. Uh, yeah, well, we gotta wait till 2020 now yep. for the next E3. But you don't have to wait for the next Media Bow podcast because we are weekly. Ah, uh, you jumped on that segue yeah. so let's fast. Let's plug it in. So yes, let's wrap up the show. This has been the Media Boat podcast, a rather video game heavy version. But if you want to hear the regular, uh, hear or see the regular version of the Media Boat podcast, you can do that too. Next Wednesday, we'll back with, be, be back with a regular scheduled show. We do it live on YouTube. Just search Media Boat, Pod, Mo, Media Boat Podcast on YouTube.com, and you'll find our page. Like, subscribe, click that bell, and you'll get notifications when we go live. We're usually live at about 6.30 p.m. Pacific time uh, in on YouTube. You can also catch the audio version of our podcast. We're on most podcatchers, Media Boat Podcast. Just give that a search uh, if you want to hear us via audio. Um, if we're on, uh, media, uh, we're also on, a, uh, uh, social media, cannot talk anymore, uh, uh, we're Twitter, at MediaBoatCast, we're Facebook, just search MediaBoatPodcast, find our page, like and comment. You can also find our, uh, uh Patreon.com slash, no, that's not it, Patreon, yeah, it is, yeah, Patreon.com slash MediaBoat, if you want to help us out with money, this costs money to run this enterprise, so please help us out with as little as a dollar a month. That can help us make this better than ever. You can also find us on twitch.tv slash mediaboat when we're playing video games. Maybe some Kingdom Hearts, maybe some Borderlands. We'll see. Some uh, Borderlands. Could be a grab bag this week. We'll see. Um, other than that, you can email us if you have any questions that you want us to reply to on the show. Mediaboatpodcast at gmail.com is that email address. You can also chat with us live on YouTube. Just use the chat client there. And that, I think, will do it. I think that's it. That marathon session good. media about podcasts. Exactly. Uh, what, an hour and a half? Uh, roughly, yeah. So that will be it. We will see you guys next week for a regular issue or episode, whatever the hell it is. Yes. Bye. We'll be back next week with thoughts on Dark Phoenix. Yes. On uh, Black Mirror. On Jonas Brothers. On, on, the, on a couple video games. Couple video played games. some video games. On video games. And yeah. whatever else we happen to see this upcoming week. So we'll get back to you next week. Uh, next week's just going to be super review heavy. Yep, so get ready. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.